back to Squared Sports Lane Frank Podcast. On those this podcast, Lane Frank, we're now episode number 57, everybody. It's for 57 episodes, so we got an action-packed episode planned for you. It's a great week NBA, NFL, and college football, and so much more. Stay tuned. Squared Sports with Lane Frank, episode 57. Let's hop into it. We'll start with episode 57, how we always do with our headlines in the NBA. We got some news in the NBA today out of New Orleans, everybody. Uh, we saw Zion Williamson was finally cleared for one-on-one drills, but then he's going to be reevaluated next week for team practice drills, and that's going to take two more weeks. We're going to pr- practice for encore drills, and then we're probably not going to see him until January of this NBA season. Okay, I really don't know what's going on. Do you think we even see Zion Williamson this NBA season? Leave your thoughts in the comment section. I think we expect to see him back in the court, back in the hardwood, somewhere in January, but... Never know. Those are my thoughts on the Zion Williamson situation. Okay, the Nets, everybody, the Nets, the start of the season, they weren't starting out that great. They're 10-4 and four right now. This seems wrong at the right time. People, were, people aren't talking that much about the Nets right now because right when the James Harden thing happened, right when they lost the first game of the season, when Kyrie Irving's not going to play season, everyone's raining off the Nets, raining off the Nets, raining off the Nets. They're 10-4 right now, everybody. This is a good team. And then, yeah, they play against the Golden State Warriors tonight. I'm excited to watch that game. That's going to be a good game. Okay? If whoever wins that game, they might be the best team in the NBA. Never know. But... Brooklyn Nets, rolling at the right time, everybody. No debate about it. Leave your thoughts on the Brooklyn Nets in the comment section. That's bad news in the NBA this week. Let's move to the NFL, where we had an action-packed week, everybody. The Buccaneers go into Washington, and they lose. It was, I mean, it's inexplicable, that loss. Washington doesn't pressure the quarterback, and if they do pressure the quarterback, it's with Chase Young. Chase Young tore his ACL game. You lost to Taylor Heineke, who you beat in the playoffs last year, who you had more film on this year. This is a worse Washington team than they were last year. I'm appalled by this. I'm, I'm flabbergasted. I mean, this is this is ridiculous how the Buccaneers are losing these games. They lost last week, two weeks ago to the Saints, and then they lose this week to the Washington football team. Washington's nowhere, not going to make the playoffs this year. Not win that NFC East division. It's going to be the Cowboys, and the Cowboys overtook that NFC East division. If the Cowboys weren't as good as they were this year, it would obviously be Washington, but never know. Washington not doing too well this year, but they did beat the Buccaneers. More, I mean, I'm taking more from that story is the Buccaneers struggled, then Washington getting a good win. I know Ron Vera had a great uh, play call, fourth and goal, decided to go for him fourth goal instead of going up seven with 30 seconds left. He knew who Tom Brady was. He said, all right, I'm risking. If we don't get it, we're pinning them on a five-yard line with 30 seconds to go to get a touchdown. I trust my defense. Let's try and get a touchdown here, though. And they did get a touchdown with Antonio Gibson. Great game plan by Ron Vera and the Washington football team. Not trying to discredit that. But Tampa Bay Buccaneers got some things to figure out here. Mike Evans didn't have his best game. Antonio Brown didn't even play. Rob Gronkowski didn't even play. A lot more things going on in that Buccaneers locker room that maybe we don't know about. But Buccaneers did lose on Sunday against Washington football team. The Rams, everybody, going to San Fran on Monday Night Football. We're all saying, oh, this is going to be amazing. We got Jalen Ramsey. We got Odell. We got Vaughn Miller. We got Matthew Stafford after a tough game last week. What happened? 31 to 10, everybody. Or it was 31 to 7. My mistake. Horrible game. Los Angeles Rams. Horrible in the defense. Horrible in the offense. Jalen Ramsey didn't play well. Odell Beckham didn't play well because Matthew Stafford didn't play well. Matthew Stafford, they traded you. They traded for you for this reason, to win games, not to lose games by 24 points in your first time in this rivalry against 49ers. All I'm trying to say here, Rams and Buccaneers on a skid right now, losing their past two games. Interesting stuff going on in L.A. and Tampa Bay. We'll talk more about the later. I want to move down to Dallas here, everybody. We're all freaking out with the Cowboys after they lost last week to the Bucky, uh, to the Broncos, and then the Falcons beat the Saints last week. So we're all saying, Falcons, Falcons, Falcons. No, I said last week in Squared Sports NFL game, I'm saying I'm taking the Cowboys big in this one. They won 43-3. They shut up all the doubters. Okay, Cowboys rolling at the right time. It's a good team. They got a tough matchup against the Chiefs this week, which we're going to talk about later. But 
Dallas Cowboys are a good team this year. Great win on Sunday against the Atlanta Falcons. The New England Patriots, everybody. I got something coming up here on episode 57 about Mac Jones. But New England Patriots, what a game that was. I said they would win against the Browns. I, I, I did I had no clue they would win 45-7. I said they would win, like, maybe, like, 28-10, maybe 20-17, 28-25. Not 45-7. That was an embarrassment. The Cleveland Browns are an embarrassment right now. They are. They, just, they flat out are. And I said, the Browns are going to lose this game because, I, I mean, and I wouldn't be worried. I'm worried now, okay? That is an embarrassing loss. That's maybe the worst loss this NFL season by any NFL team. Any NFL team. That's what I'm trying to say here. Patriots embarrassed the Browns on Sunday. There's no debating that. No being that. If you're a Browns fan, I'm sorry. But you got embarrassed on Sunday by New England Patriots. Patriots rolling at the right time. We got a second coming up here about Mac Jones in a couple minutes. But New England Patriots rolling at the right time. No debate dive. But the Minnesota Vikings go into L.A. on Sunday. And I said, you know, Vikings, this is a good team. They almost beat the Ravens. You know, beat a couple of good teams this season. I think they go into L.A. and I think they beat the Chargers. And that's exactly what they did. They beat the Chargers. So, Vikings rolling through the right time, beating the L.A. Chargers in L.A. The Kansas City Chiefs, everybody, we're all freaking out. Kansas City Chiefs, oh my gosh, they're not going to make the playoffs because they're not going to win the division. You got Denver doing well. You got L.A. doing well. You got the Raiders doing well. L.A., Denver, and the Raiders all lost this week. They all did. All of them did. You know who didn't in that division? The only team in that division who didn't lose this week was the Kansas City Chiefs, everybody. They blew out. The Las Vegas Raiders, everybody. They did. Okay, what a game that was by Patrick Mahomes. Probably the best game he's had this season besides that Browns game. You could say maybe the Ravens game, but they lost that game. But Patrick Mahomes and this Chiefs team, rolling at the right time. I mean, you could say this team is still a Super Bowl contender. This team is still a Super Bowl favorite. You see Arizona losing this week. You know, maybe the Packers aren't fully there. This Chiefs team could still be a Super Bowl favorite. Buccaneers aren't doing too well. Rams aren't doing too well. 49ers probably aren't going to sink in the playoffs. Just interesting stuff going on in the NFL right now. That's part for the headlines this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, Squared Sports NFL game, everybody. We did so well on Squared Sports NFL game last week. The best of the season, we had. We only lost two games. The Seahawks game. And the 49ers game, unfortunately, I'm on Night Football. But we're going to get that perfect record this week. Let's hop into it. Patriots-Falcons Thursday night football. I just, ra- I just raved the Patriots, and I just sat down with the Falcons, everybody. Falcons lost by 40 points last week. Patriots won by 40 points last week. Uh, you can see where I'm going in the direction here. I'm taking the Patriots in this one over the Falcons. Big. No bit about Matt Ryan. Does not outplay Matt Jones in any way. First matchup, these two teams, I mean, besides that Super Bowl matchup, regular season matchup they played next year, but it's going to be an interesting matchup. Patriots being the Falcons. This one, a bit about Cowboys Chiefs, everybody. All right, this can be a fun game. Preseason, I said, Cowboys are going to lose their first game of the season, and then they're going to win all of their games up until that Chiefs game. I was pretty close. They lost one game in between, but I said they would lose to the Chiefs, and I just still do think they lose to the Chiefs. No, it'd be bad. Chiefs roll at the right time. I still like this Chiefs team. I still love this Chiefs team. I think the Chiefs beat the Cowboys. No, it'd be bad. Maybe big. Let's go 28 to 10. Uh, Chiefs over the Cowboys. Colts, Bills, everybody. Okay, Colts, they're not going to make the playoffs this year. They're, they're just flat out not. Okay, but the Bills, they are. They're 6 and 3 in the season, playing well. They got a good win over the Jets last week after a tough loss to the Jaguars the week before. I'm taking the Bills in this one over the Colts. No, they bad. Packers, Vikings, everybody. Vikings, rolling at the right time. So are the Packers. Packers got a good win. Shut out the Seattle Seahawks last week. They don't shut out the Vikings here, but they still do get a win. Give me the Packers over the Vikings this one. Washington football team versus Paris. The only reason I'm picking this game right here is because of Cam Newton. If Cam Newton plays, Panthers win. They do. 
And I still do think Washington struggles this one, even if Cam Newton does get start. I think the Panthers win this game. No debate about it. Give it the Panthers in this one. Bengals, Raiders, everybody. Two teams, five wins on a bit of a skid as of late. I know the Bengals had a bad week last week, but then they had two back-to-back losses. Same with the Raiders. But I do I am taking the Bengals in this one over the Raiders. I'm sorry, Derek Carr, but I think Joe Burrow outplays you in this one. Give me the Bengals over the Raiders. Cardinals, Seahawks, everybody. I picked the Seahawks last week. I was wrong. But that was in Green Bay. This is in Seattle, everybody. If Kyler Murray plays, give me the Cardinals. But if Kyler Murray does not play, I'm taking the Seahawks this one, even if DeAndre Hopkins plays. It's all about Kyler Murray, everybody, but I think Cole McCoy goes in that environment. You're not winning that game. You get back-to-back losses. Give me the Seahawks in this one over the Cardinals. Steelers, Chargers, everybody. This is going to be a fun one. Okay, Steelers had a tie last week. I don't think Big Ben is going to play this week. And even if he does, probably not going to be up to speed. They're 5-3-1 on the season. Steelers, Chargers, a little bit of a skid so far. I mean, rough game last week. I am taking Chargers in this one over the Steelers. 28-17, no big bet. That's about for Squared Sports NFL game this week. Let's get that perfect record. Now, top five, everybody. This week's top five is it's top five teams in college basketball. Okay. All right, let's let's hop into this thing. Number five, the fifth best team in college basketball right now is the Duke Blue Devils. Okay, Duke, a lot of stuff going on there right now. Okay, Paolo Boncho, the best player in the team, projected number one overall pick in the NBA draft, may not even play another game for them after today. He got arrested today. Maybe he's going to opt out. Maybe we see a James Wiseman type situation when he was in Memphis at college. Maybe I think Paolo Boncho maybe gets suspended for the rest of the season. Maybe gets suspended for 15 games, something like that. If you're going to be the number one pick, you're the number one recruit out of high school, you don't sit out 15 games in college. You skip college. That's what James Wiseman did. He's still the number two overall pick. He pretty much said a good example. He's, he pretty much said an example there. I am thinking Paolo Bonchero is number one pick in this year's NBA draft, but I don't think he plays this year. Even without Paolo Bonchero, I think this Duke team is still a really good team. You got Trevor Keels. You got Jeremy Roach. You got a bunch of other guys. On that team, Mark Williams. I think this is a top five team in college basketball. Five, Duke Blue Devils. Four, the reigning national champions, the Baylor Bears. Everybody. Okay, you lost a lot of pieces. You lost Mossy OT. You lost Davion Mitchell. You lost a bunch of other guys. But you still got Matthew Meyer. You still got James Akinjo. I think this is a good team. Not the best team in college basketball. Not going to win national championship this year. No debate about it at all. But Baylor, still top five team in college basketball for Baylor Bears. Number three, the third best team in college basketball right now is UCLA. Okay, I saw that UCLA-Villanova game on Friday. And it was a fun game. Johnny Juzang looks like a top-down player in college basketball. I said he was going to win the Wooden Award. I said he was the best player in college basketball last week. Jaime Hawkins. Say like a top-ten point guard, college basketball. Mick Cronin might win coach of the year this year. They might make another trip back to the Final Four. I really don't know. This UCLA team is the third-best team in college basketball. Not a bit bad. Number two, the second-best team in college basketball, everybody, is my Michigan Wolverines. I know they're ranked number four right now, but Brissett Diabate, Devontae Jones, Hunter Dickinson, the second-best player in college basketball right now, Hunter Dickinson, and... Caleb Houston, maybe could win freshman of the year, a bunch of other pieces. This is a really good team, in my opinion, in college basketball. The second best team in college basketball right now is my Michigan Wolverines. Number one, the best team in college basketball. I said it last week, you know, and last year we were saying they were the number one team in college basketball all year, and then they got embarrassed in the national title game. I think I still do think they win the national title this year. I don't think they get embarrassed this year in the national title game. I think they make it and they win it. And I do think they are the best team in college basketball. Not a bit about it. it is. I think it's all Bulldogs, everybody. Okay, this is a great team. Drew Team's an amazing player. He dropped 37 on Texas. Chet Holmgren's a great player. This is a great team. Gonzaga is the best team in college basketball. Not a bit about it. That's about for my top five teams in college basketball. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. That's about for top five this week.
Now, let's stick to college basketball here for a second. Didn't you know this week's didn't know? It's again, it's about college basketball. Did you know the most triple doubles ever by a player in their college basketball career is 12? Russell Westbrook had like 100 triple doubles through his first four seasons. The max you can play in college is four years, unless you get like a fifth year or something like that. But did you know that's kind of interesting? You know, it's very rare to get a triple double in college basketball, even though it's only like eight minutes less than an NBA game. That's a lot of time, but still. Didn't know the most triple doubles that players ever had in their college basketball career is 12. Kind of just interesting fact. That's about for didn't know this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. All right, I want to do a spotlight here on the NFC West. Last time we did this, it's talking about how great the NFC West was and who's going to win this year. Now it's talking about who's going to win this year, but not how great they are. The Los Angeles Rams are collapsing right now. Okay, I said back-to-back losses, but it, I'm going to explain why. Robert Woods was a great piece of that team. I know he's not having the best season, but he makes he's one of those players doesn't show up always in the box where he makes good blocks. He's a good team player. He's everything like that. He creates holes. Cooper Cup can be a good, do, good decoy. Now... You have Odell Beckham Jr. filling in that role for Robert Woods with torn ACL. I know he was signed after and everything like that. But just Odell Beckham Jr., not that same type of player. I know he's still, maybe you could say he's better skill set, but may not show up the same. He's not going to make the same blocks. He's not going to be that same security blanket that Matthew Stafford had. No, Cooper Cup's still that guy, but a lot more attention is being shown to Cooper Cup, and that attention was going to be, and then Matt Stafford's going to throw the ball a lot more to Robert Woods, but now it's going to Odell. And now it's a lot more risky. Okay, that's all I'm trying to say here. I think the issue with the Los Angeles Rams and their issue right now is that Matthew Stafford hurt. I know a lot of people were talking about after that Tennessee Titans game, Matthew Stafford hurt. I've never seen Matthew Stafford make these, like, the throws he's making right now. It's just bad. It just looks like bad decisions. That's not really Matthew Stafford's type of play. Okay, he's overthrowing guys. He's underthrowing guys. I think it might be an injury thing, whether it's a shoulder, whether it's an arm, whether it's an elbow, whether it's thumb, whether it's something else. I think Matthew Stafford is pretty hurt right now, but let's move to another team in the SUS, the Seattle Seahawks, everybody. I think they make the playoffs. They're 3-6 right now. You're probably not getting to the playoffs at 10-7, especially in this division. Okay, so there's a really rare chance you win the 11 in the next games. I don't think you win out for the season. Seattle Seahawks, this is an interesting situation right now. Leave your thoughts to Seattle Seahawks in the comments section. Do you think the Seahawks make the playoffs? I don't. I really don't. I think they win this week, but I don't think they make the playoffs. Leave your thoughts in the comments section. Do you think the Seattle Seahawks make the playoffs? Leave your answer in the comments section. Now... The San Francisco 49ers are by this team's interesting. Okay, this is my preseason pick to make the conference championship game, but Jimmy Garoppolo is not playing like how I thought he was. Brian Ayuk's having a rough year. I know they're rolling at the right time right now if they're a good win over the Rams and a couple other teams, but it's a tough thing going on right now. You got beat by Cole McCoy by a lot. I mean by a lot a couple weeks ago. It's not a great 49ers team right now, not as good as it was in 2019 in that Super Bowl run. And then in that 2019 Super Bowl run, they started out the season 8-0, so they had leeway after they lost a couple games. They had some leverage. But now they don't. They didn't start the season eight and no. They didn't start the season with five wins. Okay, interesting stuff going on right now with San Francisco 49ers. But let's move over to the last team in the NFC West and maybe the most interesting team, the Arizona Cardinals. Everybody, like I said, Arizona Cardinals kind of like the 2019 49ers. You started out seven and no. Now you're going a little bit of skid, but that seven and no start gives you some leeway there. So I think you make the playoffs. Maybe you don't win the division. Maybe the Rams win the division. Maybe the 49ers win the division. You can even go the Seahawks here. But Cardinals, you know, just I think. I'm not extremely worried in the Cardinals as I am. The Seahawks and the Rams. I think the Cardinals, you just got to get Kelly Murray back. You got to get DeAndre Hopkins back. You got to get the defense back in a bit of a groove after losing J.J. Watt, everything like that. I'm not worried about the Arizona Cardinals. I do think you win the division, and I do think Los Angeles Rams sneak in the playoff. I only think you get two teams in the playoff this year. Well, Max, you can get out of the division, teams in the playoff is three. I only think the Rams, uh, this NFC West division gets two in the playoffs. The Rams and the Cardinals there, but you could even go. Maybe not even the Rams. Never know. But that's about 
for our NFC West spotlight this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. That's about for that this week. Okay, I want to start out the segment like this. Mac Jones is for real, everybody. I said there was going to be a Mac Jones segment coming up here. But Mac Jones is for real. Okay, he might put up some game manager stats, some games. But the next game against the Browns, he puts up like five, four, three touchdowns. Mac Jones is the best quarterback from that draft class right now. Trevor Lawrence is not looking like a good quarterback right now. He's just not. I mean, he looks bad when he pulls read option. He looks bad when he throws the ball down the field. It's not looking great. Trevor right now in Jacksonville, I'm not fully worried on that yet. I'm not saying Mac Jones is going to be the best quarterback from this draft class. But I'm saying Mac Jones right now, he's playing great. He's the best player in this draft class so far. Known to be that. He's been the best rookie so far. He's going to win offensive rookie of the year. It's not going to be Najee Harris. It's not going to be Trey Lance. It's not going to be Justin Fields. It's not going to be Trevor Lawrence. It's not going to be any other quarterback taking ahead of him. It's going to be Mac Jones. It's 14 teams by a man mistake taking their other guys over Mac Jones. Because when it's all said and done, we can say Mac Jones is the best player from this draft. Mac Jones is the greatest player of all time. I know that's a little bit over-exaggerating here, but people are comparing Tom Brady. What do we call Tom Brady? The greatest player of all time. If we're saying that, then we can maybe say Mac Jones, when it's all said and done, could be a top 10 quarterback of all time. Mac Jones is for real, everybody. He's looking great in that New England Patriots offense. I mean, but it's just interesting stuff. Tom Brady had Bill Belichick for his whole career. Matt Jones in five years may not have Bill Belichick anymore. I'm just saying because Bill Belichick, nearing that age of 80 pretty much, and that's the age where you got to stop coaching a little bit there. So that's an interesting thing throughout there. But Matt Jones looks for real, everybody. Going to win Rookie of the Year. Know a bit about it. Is Matt Jones best rookie in this year's NFL Draft class? Leave your answer in the comment section. I think so, so far. Leave your answer in the comment section. That's about for that this week. Okay, when you think of college football, you think of some of the top programs. You think about Texas, you think about Michigan, you think about USC, you think about Miami, you think about LSU, you think about Alabama, you think about the SEC, you think about these powerhouse schools. All right, but some of these powerhouse schools, now everybody, they're struggling. USC is fired their head coach after week two. LSU is not going to have Ed Orgeron next year. He's gone. Okay, they fired him already. They're looking for a new head coach. Miami's looking, probably going to be looking for a new head coach. They fired the AD last week, and the new AD is not going to want to keep lousy ADS, but... Let's try to fix all of these blue blood powerhouse college football programs. Let's start with USC. We've already done a lot on USC. But let's hop into it. A couple months ago, I'm saying, James Franklin, James Franklin, James Franklin. Because Penn State was the seventh best team in the country. Penn State picked up their fourth loss this week to my Michigan Wolverines, which I was so happy about. But James Franklin maybe could be a good fit over at USC. But I'm going to throw another name out there. And this is pretty unlikely because of his age and his devotion to this school. But Kyle Winningham at USC, uh, Utah, kind of an underrated guy. He's a Pac-12 guy. Utah is one of the best teams in the Pac-12 this year, if not the best, behind Oregon. But this is a good team, Utah. He's 61 years old. He's been at Utah since 2004. Maybe it's time for a change of scenery, everybody. Maybe we see Kyle Whittingham at USC. I mean, maybe you get, like, a guy like this. We saw Texas Tech hire, random Baylor assistant head coach. Maybe USC does not flash hire, but maybe the right hire. Maybe the good hire. And Kyle Whittingham might be that guy. Not too much to talk about on USC here. Maybe get Drake London back next year. Maybe bring in James Franklin. Maybe get Jackson Dart. Stone quarterback next year, that could be a top 10 team. That's what I'm saying here. Maybe flip Demond Jackson back to USC because Demond Jackson, number three recruit in the country, decommitted from USC this week. Maybe he's going to go to Michigan. Maybe he's going to go Alabama. That's his top three right now. But a lot of stuff going on in USC right now. I think that might be a good fix. Maybe hiring Kyle Winningham, maybe hiring James Franklin. That's my fix on USC. Now, LSU, everybody. All right, this is 
interesting program right now. Okay, because you got all the talent in the world. You got you got Kayshawn Boot. You got Max Johnson, who's probably not going to be the starting quarterback for the rest of the season. You got Derek Stanley Jr., who's probably not going to be coming back this year. And you got a bunch of our guys. You got Elias Ricks, who's going to be there next year. This is a good team. All right, this is a good team. If you bring in the redhead coach, this can be a top 10 team called Triple next year. But let me bring up some key, I mean, maybe some candidates for this head coaching job. You thank Jeff Trailer at UTSA, got some South Ties. You thank Dave Clawson over at Wake Forest. But the guy I'm thinking here is Jamie Chadwell over at Coastal Carolina. Because Coastal Carolina's got some good talent. They got Grayson McCall. They got a bunch of good players. You get Jamie Chadwell at, US, at LSU, you say, hey, Jamie, bring us Grayson McCall here. And we'll think about hiring you. Because if you hire Jamie Chadwell and you bring in Grace McCall, because, and then you can bring in maybe Isaiah Lankley, one of the top tight ends of college football at Coastal Carolina right now. Grace McCall's a great quarterback in college football. He's only a sophomore, but he's going to be a junior next year. But that could be an interesting scenario right there. You hire Jamie Chadwell over, over at Coastal Carolina, and then you bring in Grace McCall? Ooh, that could be it. That could be Grace McCall would be that starting quarterback of that team. It wouldn't be Grant Newsmar. It wouldn't be Will Howard, who's coming in next year. No, it wouldn't be Mac Johnson. That'd be interesting to see. You got Grace McCall over at Coastal Carolina with Jamie Chadwell. I think that's the best fix for USC football or LSU football right now. Another bit that you can thank Dave Aranda over at Baylor. He's doing some great things, but I think Dave Aranda wants to stay put in Baylor for a little bit. Now I'm moving back to the Bayou in LSU. I think that's the best fit right now. Jamie Chadwell, Grace McCall coming over to the Bayou in LSU. No debate, but I think that's the best fix right now for this LSU program. Now, the last program about to talk about right here, Miami, everybody. Okay, Miami. Like I said, they're probably going to fire Manny Diaz, and they got their new AD. So, they got a new AD coming in. What's his playing at beat? Okay, this is what I think it should be. I think it should be. Hire Mario Cristobal, head coach at Oregon. You're saying, whoa, 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 why would Mario Cristobal ever leave Oregon? I think if Mario Cristobal were to ever leave Oregon, it would be for Miami, and let me say this right here, or Alabama. He was an assistant on Alabama, so that's a different part. But Mario Cristobal was a defensive lineman at Miami. He went to Miami. Miami was probably his dream scenario to coach at. Okay, it is. But Mario Cristobal was a player at Miami. Went to Miami. This is a perfect scenario. You got the recruiting ties. You got everything down there in Florida. I mean, this is a dream hire for Miami. You get Miami. You get Mario Cristobal. You know, you could say, Phil Knight, I'm sorry I'm leaving you at Oregon. But I'm going over to Miami. I'm going back to my roots where I played college football at. And I'm going to Miami. I'm going to rebuild this program. Okay? I think that would be the perfect hire for Miami. The perfect scenario. That's about for my fix. All these college football programs. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. That's about for that this week. Now, college football showcase, everybody. We got a great week college football last week. Let's do our college football showcase. Top 25. Let's hop into it. 25, Utah. 24, Louisiana. 23, Houston. 22, Mississippi State. 21, Pitt. And number 20, Arkansas, everybody. Okay, I'm moving Utah in there because they got a great matchup this week against Oregon. We're going to break that down. We're going to pick that game coming up here in a couple minutes on College Bar Showcase Part 2. But I am moving Utah into my top 25. I think for the first time this season, Louisiana's moving in at number 24. This is the first, second time this season Louisiana's been ranked. First time was week one. Now, right here. I'm 24, Louisiana. They only have one loss in the season to Texas in week one. So this team is probably one of the best group of five teams. A top five group of five team this year is Louisiana. I'm moving them in at number 24. They got Levi Lewis. They got Billy Napier. Could be a candidate for that unless you drop it. Never know. But number 24, Louisiana right now. Number 23, Houston. She got a couple good wins in the season. You know, playing pretty well right now. Houston. Number 22, I'm moving Mississippi State back in there. Got a great win over Auburn this week. Another bit about Mississippi State moving back to our top 25. Pitt steadily moving up in there. Could win the 
ACC this year, and they can make a New Year's Six Bowl. Pitt, just a really solid team this year. Arkansas is number 20, everybody. Arkansas is a good team. They play Alabama this week. That's going to be an interesting game. That could be the upset of the season if Arkansas beats Alabama. It's a sneaky upset. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but KJ Jefferson, Sam Pippen, he's got his guys ready to go. They have three losses on the season, one to Georgia, one to Ole Miss, and then one to Auburn. But this is a good team. Arkansas, I am moving them in to the top 25. Number 20, Arkansas. Let's do 19-15 here. Iowa, number 19. Number 18, San Diego State. Number 17, Wisconsin. Number 16, Texas A&M. Number 15, Wake Forest. Let's break it down here. Wake Forest going in at number 15, everybody. Wake Forest is a good team. Sam Hartman, one of the best quarterbacks in college football. No debate about Wake Forest, number 15. Number 16, A&M. Just a tough loss to Ole Miss. You know, I've been pulling for AM all year after the Alabama game. I've said, let's get this team in the college football playoff. Let's make this team the second, the first team ever to have two losses and make the college football playoff. All those dreams ended last week with the loss to Ole Miss. But AM still in my top 25 and number 16. Wisconsin steadily moving up. Haven't lost since that Michigan game. Three losses, seven and three. Wisconsin, 17. San Diego State got a good win over Nevada this week. This is a great defense. They have their best players, their punter and kicker. Matter raising a lot of stuff going on with them there. But San Diego State is the 18th best team in the country. No debate about it. Number 19, Iowa. I got to put a high win here because they're record, but this team's overrated, everybody. They are. No debate about it. Iowa, 19th best team in the country. And then 20. Like I already said, Arkansas. Now, 14 to 11 here. Let's go. Number 14, UTSA. Number 13, BYU. 12, Baylor. Number 11, Oklahoma. Everybody. You can say, how can you put Baylor below Oklahoma? Baylor has two losses. Oklahoma has one. Let's pipe the brakes here for a second. Oklahoma, college ball playoff hopes probably done. But maybe not our scored sports college ball playoff hopes. They might not be done. But number 11, Left and best team in college football right now is Oklahoma. The Baylor just got a great win last week. If they didn't lose to TCU the week before, We'd have a big discussion about Baylor being a top four team in the country. But they did lose to TCU the week before, so they got their second loss in the season. Baylor moving them down, moving them up to number 12. BYU steadily moving up like Pitt, like Wisconsin, like a couple of other teams. BYU, 13th best team in the country. UTSA, like I said, I like this UTSA team a lot. Got to see them in person a couple weeks ago. It's a good team. UTSA, 14th best team in the country. But let's hop into our top 10 through 7. Then we're going to do our amazing top 6. Let's hop into it. Number 10, Oklahoma State. Number 9, Ole Miss. Number 8, Oregon. Seven, Notre Dame. Okay, Notre Dame. I would be, I would be disgusted if this Notre Dame team got into the playoff. I know this is a good team, but you would get slaughtered by Michigan. You would get slaughtered by Cincinnati. You would get slaughtered by Alabama and destroyed by Georgia and Ohio State. Destroyed. That's what I'm trying to say. Notre Dame, good team. You have lost in the season to Cincinnati. You've played one great team all year. Cincinnati, you lost. This is, I mean, this team has a lot of holes. You could say, oh, good win over Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of teams have a good win over Wisconsin, like not Michigan over it. But a lot of stuff going on in that Notre Dame program. You do not deserve to be top six team in college football. Notre Dame, number seven. Or eight, Oregon. I'm putting them over Oregon because I do think they're a better team than Oregon. I've stuck with that opinion. Oregon, eighth best team in the country. Ole Miss, I'm moving them up to number nine. This Ole Miss team is a good team with Matt Corral. I don't think you should win the Hosman this year. I think maybe it should be Bryce Young, Kenneth Walker, whoever it might be. Ole Miss, ninth best team in college football. Number 10, Oklahoma State. That's going to be a fun game. Week 13 in Bedlam. Oklahoma State versus Oklahoma. That would be a fun game. But now, our top six, everybody. Here are the top six teams in college football. Number six, Ohio State. Okay, this Ohio State team is a good team. Moving them up from my number seven ranking last week. You'd say, oh, it's me being a biased Michigan, uh, Michigan fan, playing them at number six. But it's really not. Ohio State is the sixth best team in the country. Have a bad loss toward it. Have a couple of rough games against Minnesota. CJ Stroud had a good game last week. But put pressure on him. Put him in a cold-weather climate. I think he loses that game. We're going to talk about it. I'm excited for that Michigan. Ohio State, November 26th showdown. But 
Ohio State is the sixth best team in the country. No debate that. We're five. Fifth best team in the country is the Michigan State Spartans, everybody. Okay, I'm moving Michigan State down a little bit here. I'm putting them below my Michigan Wolverines because I, how, how, how? They had to head to head win over Michigan. The college football playoff committee did it, so I'm going to do it too. My Michigan Wolverines are the fourth best team in college football. No debate about it. Michigan State is the fifth best team in college football. Now, four, like I said earlier, fourth best team in college football is my Michigan Wolverines. Caden McNamara, great quarterback. Eric Alt. Great tight end. A game-winning touchdown against Penn State last week. David O'Jobblin, Aiden Hutchinson, the best pass rush in college football, combined under 20 sacks in the season. That's the first time in, like, three years where two uh, teammates have combined for uh, 20 sacks on a season. Just a great season by Aiden Hutchinson and David O'Jobblin. Great season by this Michigan team. Fourth-best team in the country right now. Can make the college football playoff. It's my school of rinse. For three, the third-best team in college football right now is Cincinnati Bearcats. Everybody there, number four last week. I like this team. You got Jerome Ford, you got Desmond Ritter. Like I said, I'm not worried about the close win, the struggle win over against uh, USF and Tulane and Tulsa. You have the win over Notre Dame, who the committee likes now. So, Cincinnati is the third best team in the country. No debate about it. Now, for two, second best team in the country, not moving them down. It's Alabama, everybody. Okay, you beat up on New Mexico State. Cool. I'm not moving you down. I'm not moving you up for that. Alabama is the second best team in the country. Not much to talk about here. Maybe Bryce Young can win the Heisman. Bryce Young. Great quarterback. Kind of pads the stats a little bit here. Jamie, I, like I said, I've seen a lot of run after catch. Bryce Young, you throw a 10-yard slant to Jameson Williams, he runs it to the house. That's all I'm trying to say here. Bryce Young in Alabama, Crimson Tide, the second best team in the country. No debate. Now, number one, as you can guess, the best team in college football right now is the Georgia Bulldogs there, but not a bit bad. Not much to talk about here. Got a good win against Tennessee this week. A lot of people were saying, Tennessee's going to win this game. Lane Kiffin, big Tennessee to win that game, but they didn't. Georgia stood under pressure. And they won. I'm just Georgia, really good team. Best team in college football right now. And I'm even throwing it out there. This Georgia team might be the best team in the past 10 years we've seen. Okay, this is probably, I mean, let me say this right here. This Georgia team is better than that 2019 LSU team. You, you, can, you can call me crazy. You can do whatever you want. This Georgia team is better than that 2019 LSU team. I'm saying it right there. Boom. Bookmark it. Georgia, best team in college football. No debate that. That's about for College Bowl Showcase Top 25. Stay tuned for College Bowl Showcase Top 25 next week. And we still got College Bowl Showcase games of the week coming up here in a second. Stay tuned. Now, College Bowl Showcase Part 2, the games of the week, everybody. You now we roll. We do our upset pick of the week, and then we do the games of the week. The upset pick of the week for me, I was wrong last week. I said Virginia would win, but Brandon Armstrong didn't even play. So, give me the pass on that one. But my upset pick of the week this week is Texas Tech over Oklahoma State. Everybody. I have Oklahoma State ranked number 10 right now, but Texas Tech, Hedrick Columbia, Tyler Shug, whoever's going to be starting quarterback's team, they're going to win this game. Texas Tech had a great win last week for Iowa State. You got a 62-yard field goal to win that game. The longest in college football history. Texas Tech is a, great, it's a good team. Okay, They're going to be bull eligible this year. Maybe next year. They got a new coach coming in next year if they fired Matt Wells this year. But Texas Tech is a good team, in my opinion. And I do think that they will upset Oklahoma State this week. We'll get a top 10 win. For the first time this season, Texas Tech gets their statement win this season. Gets their signature win. I know they're not going to be ranked this year. I know they're not going to be anything like that. But Texas Tech is a good team. They are going to upset Oklahoma State this week. No big bad. Now, the games of the week, everybody. We got Oregon, Utah. There's a lot of hype around this game. Oh, it's in Utah. It's cold weather. Oregon's going to struggle. Oregon's going to lose this game. No, Oregon does not lose this game. Utah loses this game. I'm taking Oregon to win this one. No debate about Oregon. Oregon wins this game, and then Kayvon Thibodeau shuts down Cameron Rising. This Utah team almost lost 
Terrazone last week. You could still see a rematch in the Pac-12 Championship game where we could see Utah win that game. But right now, I'm taking Oregon to beat Utah. No debate about That's the second best game of the week. Now, the game of the week, everybody. Ohio State versus Michigan State. I think the keys to this game, CJ Stroud playing well. Michigan State, Kenneth Walker, pound the rock. But I think this Ohio State defense shuts down Kenneth Walker. I think CJ Stroud, Jackson Smith, and Jigba, Garrett Wilson, too much. This Michigan State defense. Michigan State defense is a horrible pass defense. And, you know, CJ Stroud, one of the best quarterbacks in the country. I do think Ohio State gets the win over Michigan State. So he's saying an epic showdown for Michigan versus Ohio State, November 26th. We'll be a top five showdown. Maybe in top four, maybe even top three. We'll talk about that later. But that's about College Bowl Showcase this week. That's my pick Ohio State, Michigan State, Oregon, Utah. And my upset pick of the week, Texas Tech over Oklahoma State. No debate about that. That's about College Showcase this week. Now, at the buzzer, but this week's at the buzzers, doesn't just seem right. Cam Newton in Carolina, back in Carolina, I'm back. It just feels right. It just does. I mean, that was awesome to see. Two plays, two touchdowns for Cam Newton. What a play. I mean, what a game that was. His first two plays is Carolina Panther back again. Was a touchdown. Just great stuff going on. Cam Newton in Carolina. I hope he's a starter next week. There's rumors going on. He could be a starter next year, the year after that, the year after that. I mean, you don't want to get ahead of yourself here, but... Cam Newton is a really good player. I think he should be the starting quarterback of this team for the rest of the season and once he gets up to speed with the playbook and everything. P.J. Walker, good quarterback, but what do you do with Sam Darnold from here? Talk, answer that in the comment section, but Cam Newton, Carolina, just feels right, everybody. I want to understand it's still on a happy note. Cam Newton, just feels right in Carolina, everybody. No debate about it. That's about it. Grab the buzz this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. But this week's question is, who will win the Super Bowl this year? Will it be the Chiefs? Will it be the Cardinals? Want to go crazy to the Rams? Want to go to the Buccaneers? Who will win the Super Bowl this year? Leave your answer in the comment section. I'm still riding my preseason pick of the Green Bay Packers, everybody, but those Chiefs are creeping up, everybody. Y'all be careful. Can't say Chiefs. Maybe the Cardinals, a couple other teams. Who will win the Super Bowl this year? Leave your answer in the comment section. That's about for Squared Sports and Lane Frank, episode 57. Thank you for tuning in. Follow Squared Sports on Instagram at Squared Sports. Follow Squared Sports on Twitter at Squared Sports. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review. For the best sports content in the world, we'll be back here next week, episode 58. Stay tuned. <laughs>